Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. I am so excited to talk to today's guest because even though when you're listening to it, it won't be anymore, but it's her birthday. Happy birthday to Felicia Fracassi. Woo! Thank you so much. You are welcome. I want to tell people about you first. Other than the fact that you are glowing and you are a beautiful birthday girl, Felicia pours her heart and soul into helping women and girls embrace their inner beauty. So for more than a decade, she's worked to enhance their self-esteem of thousands of women through business, philanthropy, and volunteerism. She's the owner and chief esthetician of Fracassi Lashes, and I wish you could see her lashes right now. They are (laughs) amazing. And it's a chain of eyelash extension boutiques with six different locations between New York and Florida and online retail for wholesale lash and beauty supplies. She's no stranger to turning ideas into reality. So welcome, birthday girl. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You know, I love, love working. I'm crazy. My husband's like, why are you working on your birthday? I'm like, I have got to give to the people. My life is for the people. (laughs) Exactly. I love that mission. Okay, so your mission really is to help women and girls. That's everything. So how did you get started on this path to begin with? So basically I uh, grew up in a situation where it was very hectic, chaotic, not my family per se, but just, you know, my mom had to leave my dad at the time because it wasn't a healthy relationship. And so she was just like a single mother doing her best she could do. I just seen her struggle her entire life on what to do next, how to pay the rent, how to pay the bills, life getting cut off. Things just didn't go as planned. And it was so difficult because I just seen her struggle and she was trying and then she got sick. And it's like, then I have a lot of brothers and sisters. And so I just seen like this cycle of bad things happen right before my eyes, one by one. I didn't know this, that I was like this at the time, but it made me such a take action type of person. It made me so strong. It made me very be more serious than most people about my career. I was not giving anything. I literally paid my way through high school. My tuition, I went to a private all-girls school. My mom's like, look, right now I have a little bit of money because I don't want you to go to these type of schools, but you're going to have to figure this out. And so I said, okay, whatever, I'll get a job. So I worked at the Dollar Tree. And I was 16, 17, 18, I believe it was, just paying my way through high school to stay in a good school. And I, I remember just knowing that if I didn't work hard, that my life was going to be very similar to the people that were around me. And I didn't want that for my life. I had high goals. My family always said, Felicia's got champagne taste. 
but with a peanut butter budget. They would always say that to me. And it was so funny because I always had these high standards, but I just didn't have a lot of money. To me, I was like, I'm going to figure out a way to do this. Even though I was in the midst of poverty, our lights were cut off sometimes, just things didn't work out the way they should. My mom was going through a breakup at the time. I remember going to college. I had to steal the car to go to college. Like crazy things were happening in my life. I had to take the bus. The bus didn't show up. The bus will pass you by. Everyone in New York knows what I'm talking about. They don't care. You can be literally right there and they'll just leave. It's just crazy. I had to take control very quickly or else I would just be a number and a statistic. So that's why I decided to open a business, create something that really worked for me and my family. And I remember I was very serious about my life. I got married when I was like 18. I've been with a guy since I was like six. I think I was 17. And I was like, all right, well, is this what you want to do? Or like, I'm ready to start my life. <laughs> and he was like, I was too. I'm like, all right. So we got married. It was so funny because I look back and I'm like, wow, we were so young. We were such babies. You were babies. Yeah. Literally. But at the time I just knew I wanted to take, to take my career to the next level. I quickly enrolled in college. I got my first apartment when I was younger. I was like working throughout college. My professor, I went to school for communications. I have a degree in communications, by the way, in broadcasting and journalism. And my professor was mad at me. She was like, you can have your own TV show, your own talk show. You're, you have it, like to be a news anchor. And I was like, news anchors are too serious. I'm like really silly and goofy. I'm just like, and so she was mad at me because I took a job. And I thought what the news anchors were making. I said, no way in the world, I can't do this. They, they're really making less than what I wanted to make. So yeah, nothing wrong with that for some people. But I, again, remember I had high standards. I want to really had myself with money and wealth. And it's just something that I knew I had to do to get my family out of the situation and get myself out of the situation. I passed up a college job to be a news anchor and I decided to go on to corporate America. Uh, I got a corporate job working at Verizon Wireless, worked my way up to senior rep, all these different levels. And after that, I just started my own business. I literally left there and I started my own business. I stayed there for a while, maybe two, three years, making a pretty decent money. I think I was making 30, 40,000 a year, left there and I went to immediately making a hundred thousand. Okay. Yes. I love that. So you took what you experienced and you didn't let it stop you. You let it propel you into who you are now. And now you're also helping others do the same. So how do you help others do the same? Like, what are some of the things that you're able to do to help people? On episode 96 right now of the podcast, Be Boss Millionaire. We're actually doing a giveaways. There'll be a giveaway. If you listen to the episode, if your viewers listen to episode 96, I asked some key questions of, you know, so they can, it's only like 10 minutes long. Things that I did to make my millions and what I did, anyone that goes on there, they're going to get, and wins the prize, they're going to get a hundred dollars. We're doing a lot of new cash giveaways. I do this often. I just randomly go on Facebook or Instagram and I just give money away because I know what it's like to not have. And I know what it's like to wish I had someone that could help me out. And I didn't know a lot of people at the time. And I just basically took it upon myself to start doing these acts of kindness. So we have an Empowering People Foundation that I started. It's called Empowering People Movement. And it's a foundation that I created that allows me to give back to people that are less fortunate. Some people that they just don't have resources. Like where I'm from, people don't even sometimes get their license to drive. They don't ever own a house. There's a lot of things that they don't get because of the way their family structure is set up, which I understand it. I remember stealing my mom's car to go to college. Can you believe most people, they steal the car because they want to be reckless. They want to be bad. I was like, okay, she's going to be sleeping around eight o'clock till probably about three. So I'm going to take the car. And so I remember those days. I literally zoomed up to college, pulled in 
brought the car back, filled it up with gas, was very responsible. And I was getting away with it for like a whole like two months. And so one day I forgot to put the gas in the car and I got busted. She's like, have you been taking the car? I'm like, yes, I have been taking the car. My friend, I remember my mom got out the broom. She was ready to hit me. My friend was like, don't beat her. She's got all straight A's. And I'm like, I didn't, at the time, I didn't understand it, but she was worried about her car getting messed up. Because when you don't have, you're worried about someone messing up what you can't pay for. So it's just so crazy to look at it. And so in all those experiences, me having struggles throughout my life, it made me be more compassionate and understanding to people that have economic issues. They have those issues where they're like, I need someone to help me take me to the road test because no one in my family drives. So in our foundation, we do things like that to help and give back. In our foundation, we give out school supplies every year. We give out turkeys every single year to people that are less fortunate because I remember friends of mine didn't have dinners. They didn't have meals. They were trying to figure, or if they did, they were really unhealthy meals. So for me, I wanted to take it to the next level and help other people because I am a big believer in that when God allows you to be blessed, that you should give back to other people. That's one of my mantras that I just believe when God gives it, he'd open the door and you're able to open that door. Don't forget to look back to all those other people that want to get through that door and give them as well. Don't shut the door behind you. That's right. Don't (laughs) shut it behind you. (laughs) Let's talk about your business specifically. So you're making women feel beautiful from the inside out. How do you do that? Yeah. So basically in our store, we have, it was a high-end lash parlor. At the time, there was no other lash places doing it where it was just solely lashes. You either had to go to a nail salon to get your lashes done and they messed up your lashes or they pulled them out, or you had to go to someone's house where I'm from. Usually people were like arguing with their husband or their boyfriend or kids or arguing with someone. And it was just like an awkward experience. You're like, okay, I need to look good for tonight, but she only does it. So let me just go. And it was just awkward. Can I tell you my awkward experience? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because you know, you're lying there with your eyes closed, right? And you have no sense of who it is that's talking. You're just listening to them tell these stories about how they were, you know, on heroin in a ditch when they were 18. And you're like, right. I don't know who this person is that's talking to the person doing my eyelashes right now, but I don't think I maybe want to know them. I just want my eyelashes done. Right. And, you know, it can be a scary experience for a lot of people, especially like you said, your eyes are closed. You're not, you don't really know, you know, what's really going on around you. And I wanted to create a professional environment for people that could come and have a luxury experience, be treated nicely, to feel like their money valued, you know, not like this was just some side service. I took what everyone was taking around their salon and nail salon, and they were too busy to even take that person that wanted their lashes done. And I made it specific thing, a luxury niche. It just blew up overnight, literally. Funny story. I remember I was at my church because I was going to church a lot. And there's this visiting pastor. He didn't know me. He only was there for like one night. He came in. My friend told me, Oh, you should come. I said, All right, fine, I'll go. So I went and this guy tells me, he calls me up. He's calling people out the crowd and like telling them their life. And I was like, Who is this guy? Is he a psychic? What the heck's going on? So he calls me up. He's like, Ew, Come here. And he's like, God said, You're going to have a business. It's going to boom overnight. And you're going to make so much money. God's going to bless you because he's seen and heard your prayers. And I literally started bawling. I'm like, how is this going to happen? Because at the time, I, I, I didn't have a business. And it was just so crazy that he told me this. And here I am all these years later doing exactly what he said. The business boomed overnight, just like he said. I'm able to help so many other people. He told me so much stuff that I really don't even remember everything. It was so much stuff at the time. But it all came true. It was crazy. That quick, I was able to, literally, all of my family members at some point in time have been on my payroll. It's so funny. Because my family's like, all right, look, I just got fired. Can you give me a job? I'm like, all right, well, go through the training and I'll give you a job. And like, it ended up being in so many cities, my store that I ended up 
opening stores in more cities. And all my family members at some point, they were working for me or with me or doing something in business. And I was actually paying them on payroll. That's legit awesome. (laughs) So now let's talk about the marketing aspect of how you do what you do. Because here on VIP Access, not only do we care about you know, the backstory, but we want to know how you let people know about you. And your mission is so important. And I'm sure that that's part of your marketing overall, making your clients feel like it's a luxurious experience, making them feel like they're special, making them feel beautiful. How do you kind of bring that into your marketing overall? Okay. Good question. So one of the things that we've always done is we use constant contact. We have a text messaging app that we use that we're able to reach out to people just so they are connected with what we're doing. We're very involved in our community. I mean, we're really involved in our community. People, they know that we're doing up to good things. So it's really important that when you are marketing, that you're also not just marketing, you know, come and help me and make me rich. You also want to give back to the community <laughs> because people get caught up in that. You know, <laughs> you're right. They do. And it's okay to make money. You know, you said it before we're here, we're, we're in business because obviously we'll want to make money, but there's another element to it of having a mission, a purpose, which you do. Yes. So make sure you're tying yourself to other businesses that are doing things in the community. Like literally every year, there's like 20 to 30 events that we pre-plan out to make sure that we're in, that we're present. We're in the community giving out lashes. We're doing brows. During breast cancer month, we actually, we sponsor and we also go walking in the community goodness, Christmas times, we give back to the unfortunate. We are always doing something and we're doing a lot of radio advertisement as well. When I started back in 2007, radio was one of the biggest things. We didn't have all these podcasts that we have now and all these different YouTubes. We may have, but they were just on a small level. But I grew my business quickly from radio advertising. And I heard a statement one time, someone said, if they had one last dollar, they would use it on advertising and marketing. And it's so important. It's like the lifeline to your business is how you feed the machine. You have to constantly advertise because sometimes business owners, they give up when they think that people don't want their service, but it's not that they don't want their service. So they weren't, they just didn't, no one knew about it. It's right. It's like stopping the best kept secret. Right. And I think it's very important for new entrepreneurs to really understand that when you start making some money, even if you make, let's say you make $300 a week off your business. You need to be putting aside anywhere from 15 to 20% back into marketing because you want to make sure that you're making a return off of your investment so you can make more of a return. And some people, they abuse the baby. They don't actually invest it. They just take the money and they spend it on household things, which is fine. Or they may spend it out on dinner, which is fine, a fancy dinner, but it's not going to help your business. You need to make sure and reinvesting. I'm very big on that. I think in the last, the last month with all my stores, I looked at my payroll report, we spent over $8,000 on marketing in all of our markets that we're in. And that's not actually not even big. That's just on all on social media and different things. And then we have our online marketing that we do that's separate. So it's like a lot of different things that we do to market the business. Well, some don't understand that it's a part of the business is advertising and marketing. So you have to constantly sow those seeds. And like I said, sometimes people need to hear your name a few times for them to even come to your, your store. And that's just for retail. Often for online, it's 16 to 20 touch points before they'll hire somebody online. Correct. So it's a multiple times that they need to hear your name. It's one of those things you have to constantly be out there putting your brand out there. And sometimes you just do one for fun, not even focused on making money. Just do one for fun, just to get out there. 
If you can be out in the community and do an event for fun where you're doing a giveaway, you don't have to give away the whole business, but you might find something that you want to give away. Maybe some t-shirts, maybe, you know, something free. People love free stuff. My clients love free stuff. You know, we're, they're luxury women, but they like free stuff. (laughs) We all love free things. Everybody loves gifts, right? So your podcast, how does that fit into your overall marketing for your business? You know, it's so funny when I did the podcast, to be completely honest, it wasn't meant to do any type of marketing. I truly wanted to just help people start a business because a lot of people where I'm from, they don't start businesses. Minorities have been overlooked for so long. They're worrying about getting rent stabilized. They're worried about the things, the necessities that some people were blessed to have naturally coming out into this world. Like for example, I was talking to another person that has a podcast yesterday. Something she said was, you know, I just decided to quit my job and go back home to my parents' house and just start over from there and figure it out. And I'm like, wow, that's a luxury. But that is a luxury because in the hood, honey, you can't just go back to your mom's house because if you're on subsidized housing, they can't have you back in the house because they'll now want to run your, you now have to pay rent too. And it makes it all difficult for them. And they'll try to kick your family members out. A lot of people don't know that subsidized housing is limited to how many people can be in the house because they make it difficult because they don't want people living off the system. And they make it so they randomly do audits and all these different things. So just remember, there's luxuries that for me, my mission with Beauty Boss Millionaire was just to help people start a business and how to slowly and quickly get out there. Some people have to do it slower. Some people can do it faster, depending on what their situation is. My job is to coach and guide them and help them and give them the advice that I needed. I needed a coach. I needed a mentor. I really didn't have a a lot of mentors. I had my aunt who was a plastic surgeon in New York City. So my whole mission was just to help. And in short, ironically, in me doing that mission to help, customers were listening. They're like, oh, we love this beauty boss millionaire. My daughter wants to start a business. She's listening to your podcast every day. So it was, it's so funny how the marketing was built in. I didn't even realize it. I just was trying to do a good deed and help through my Empowering People Foundation. I wanted to just help people. I mean, I, you know, it costs money to produce this and, and market it. And, and I just pay it. I didn't even think anything about it. And so many people are come to the store because of the, the podcast. I love that. I love how it all works so organically. Even if it wasn't totally on purpose, it all works. So how can people learn more about you and all your amazing things that you do, your your lash sensation business, and also about your podcast and your philanthropy? I mean, we have so many different social media pages. We've got Beauty Boss Millionaire. We've got beautybossmillionaire.com. We can go on and register, be a part of some classes that we have upcoming. And then we also have Powering People Foundation, where we provide a scholarship for someone that is trying to go on to college. And we have some people that are trying to master in business. We have some people that already have a business, but they need help getting their business started. We're working on getting more grants for more entrepreneurs that need help, women entrepreneurs, African-American, any type of minority. If you apply, we'll probably try to help you. That's our mission because we want to get more entrepreneurs out there that can really have a chance at not having to depend on a nine to five, because a lot of times nine to fives, they put you in a box and it's hard for a lot of people. It's hard to break out. It is. It's so hard to break out. I also own a hair salon. I also own a bunch of these Fricasse lashes. They're not the same thing. They're other things. And then I also have a bunch of Airbnb rentals and my husband and I, we just bought a construction company. So we're doing everything possible to make things work. I always said, Lord, if you allow my life to be a vessel, I promise I'll give back to others. Because some people forget that. We have jobs and careers like someone goes to drive a taxi. Someone is a a school bus driver. 
But then what do, where's the person at that helps people when they need help? Where's that person at? Most people are like, no, I don't want to give anything. But I feel like there should be a job for that. And that's why I've created my life to that because all my stuff is paid off. I don't have payments on anything. I became debt-free when I was 26 or 27. I paid for everything off. My house, I paid off. My car, I paid off. I just did everything to be in a situation where I don't have to stress out and worry about anything. So the long and short is, yes, you can go to the website. I'm Felicia, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And thank you for the warm birthday wishes. Thanks so much. (laughs) You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.